Welcome to Louder Magazine. I'm Andrew Anderson. If you're making your own podcast, there's a key question you need to answer early on. What will it sound like? To get some advice, I spoke with Dallas Taylor, founder of sound design company DeFacto Sound and host of 20,000 Hertz, a podcast that tells the stories behind the world's most interesting sounds. I began by asking Dallas how sound design has changed over the last 20 years. The barrier to entry in sound was so unbelievably high. Uh, because you had to have million dollar rooms and, you know, big boards and a lot of things were still like analog patching. With that being kind of our history, we still get really stuck into this mentality that we need blinking lights to impress people when really that has no bearing on the final product. It's become a lot less about the tools and a lot more about the results. Um, whereas I would say 10 plus years ago, it was very much, you know, if you think of Michelangelo painting, it was very much, you had to think so much about the brush. And nowadays I really don't ever think about the brush or the tools. It's very much what's the story being, you know, being communicated. How can we support that? As Dallas says, the tools are now far more affordable, but what gear do you actually need to create your own podcast? Um, it's about the fundamentals and really understanding like what fundamental tools are necessary and 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 making good decisions kind of on a fundamental level. Uh, fundamentals don't necessarily mean a lot of money, but when I'm talking about fundamentals, it's having a, a, a DAW that you feel very comfortable in that you you kind of uh, can f- very fluently work through. Uh, and, and just know inside and out to where to the point where you don't even think about it anymore. The second thing is, um, as far as plugins are concerned, really understanding EQ and compression on a fundamental level. And that's that's really, I hesitate to say that it's like 90% of the process, but really EQ and compression is like salt and pepper. It's like they're the key to elements. Um, so knowing those really, really well and how they can interact together uh, and training your ear uh, with those tools uh, really take you far. And then as far as when we're talking about actual physical tools, uh, whether you're out recording, um, hardware is very important. Usually there's a big evaluation period or testing of various pieces of hardware, whether it be a mic or a, uh, something to record to. Um, and then once it's kind of all tested, it, it, from that point, it's, it's a lot of set it and forget it. I've chosen this mic, this uh, SM7B that I can take on the road or be in a hotel room or whatever. It always sounds exactly the same. And then as far as once we start to go into, going into sound design tools, when we're talking about you know, sound design searches, which is, sound, which is like SoundMiner or Soundly or something like that, it's important to kind of know your whole library. And then there, then there comes a point where it's actually like uh, sound manipulation, and that's really the most fun part. And the sky is really the limit with how you want to approach that. But it, but it is important to have like a foundational knowledge of technique and uh, theory, uh, especially on on, on signal flow, uh, acoustic principles, uh, EQ, compression, things like that, to where when you are starting to tweak these things, you kind of... Again, the, the goal being is that it's just a transparent part of the process. You're not really thinking about what the tools are. You're just trying to go to the outcome. Then when it comes to the editing process, Dallas has one golden rule. Shorter is better. We all have pretty short attention spans. 
like even if I'm looking at something on YouTube, if I see something that's three minutes long that interests me, I will most likely watch it. If I see that same topic in 30 minutes, I will not watch it because I just don't have that much time. And so we, we not only try to keep the show short, 20 to 20 to 25 minutes, uh, but we also try to keep every section of the show at like a minute or two to where we're always kind of moving along and we're not just meandering. We could put out a raw interview, which is what many podcasts are, with all of our guests. It's just they're so boring to listen to because they're so long and meandery. And sometimes we can just cut from point A to point B with one line of my narration versus 15 minutes of like a story that gets us there. I have one final question for Dallas. Why is sound design so important and why should we worry about it? Sound is is something that like ties our bodies to the earth in a unique way. I mean, we have our sense of touch. We have our sense of taste. We have our sense of smell. And we have our t- t- sense of uh, sight. All four of those things um as humans, we curate them, we dive in, we, we, te- we, we, we make them the best we can. With our sense of visuals, you can't look anywhere in any direction and not see something that's designed by humans, if not every single thing that you can see around you is designed visually from a human. Our sense of taste, it's something we curate, you know, two, three, four, five times a day. Uh, we know what we like and we gravitate back toward, toward those things. Uh, we know what we dislike and we try to keep those things out of our stomachs. With our sense of touch, like if something's a little too hot or a little too cold, we fix that with HVAC. We fix that. We have a headache with ibuprofen. We curate our sense of touch. With our sense of smell, if something stinks, we fix it pretty quickly. When it comes to sound, though, uh, again, we just kind of tune out uh, and let the world be super loud. Let things screech in our face. Like, let our stress and anxiety grow through this sense uh, that is harmful for us. Uh, when we can really start to just tune our whole world better. And that starts with us individually. We all have some power to make our, our little bubble better sounding. You can subscribe to the 20,000 Hertz podcast on Apple, Spotify, and other podcast apps. This podcast was recorded with a Shure MB88 microphone. For more interviews with music makers and sound specialists, head to shore.com slash louder. 